Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Secondhand Sports. We have a great show for y'all today. We're really excited about this one. Matt and I interviewed our colleague from the American Press, David Barry, our resident McNeese sports beat writer. We cover the new athletic department changes taking place for McNeese sports, what's going to become of all these major sports seasons in the future, and a lot more. <laughs> so we are certainly happy that you are joining us today, and we surely hope you enjoy. Okay, here he is, David Barry. Okay, we welcome on our very special guest and colleague at the American Press Sports, the McNeese Beat Reporter, David Barry. Welcome, David. Thanks for coming on, man. Man, thanks for having me. It took you guys long <laughs> enough, man. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I took, it took a long time to realize this. I, I, you guys have been following me on Twitter, and I, I, I didn't quite know who it was until one day I clicked – I was like, oh, wait a minute. These yeah. are our guys. <laughs> yeah. so I was like, Second you guys have, this, yeah, have a podcast for talking about like some McNeese stuff and don't even invite me on. I was very, I was very disappointed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we kind of really like, we kind of got started right as the COVID stuff was like starting. So we, we like separated and didn't, there wasn't much sports going on. So uh, but now that sports are coming back, apparently, hopefully, supposedly, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're definitely glad to have you on. Um, yeah, so recently, the biggest news with McNeese, um, the athletic director change, Tanner Steins um, moving down, and then Schroyer moving up the basketball coach. Um, what do you think that was a good move there, or what do you think was the process, the thought process going into that decision? Uh, I mean, honestly, it's a lot of it's money. Um, you know, it, if you read the press release that they put out, they very much said, you know, we are struggling, uh, you know, having lost revenue from the spring. I mean, you yeah. basically lost, yeah, you basically lost an entire spring season. I mean, I know they started playing, but I mean, you missed out on a lot of it. You missed out on the potential for, you know, baseball, softball to go to conference championships, maybe go to, you know, NCAA tournaments. So that's a lot of money. And um, I, as I wrote about, I'm still kind of skeptical. I'm still a little confused. It took me a while to figure out exactly what it was, but obviously basically what it is, is just you, uh, Heath Troyer, the men's basketball coach, he is the, he basically a figurehead. He's going to be the athletic director, the interim interim guy, but he's really just going to be in charge of a lot of like external relations as far as uh, fundraising, talking to boosters. He's, he's pretty good at that. So, I mean, from that point, it makes sense. And then they're spreading it out under, over under an umbrella of every like different employees in the athletic department have their own, their normal administrative duties, like Tanner, he's the CFO, chief financial officer. He'll have, uh, he'll be in charge of a sport. And then the other guys in the, the other ADs in the department, they'll have their own administrative their own sport. duties. Yeah. And, and their own sports. So, um, yeah, but the, they're basically just trying to save money and maximize efficiency. Uh, I spoke with Dr. Burkell yesterday. He said 
that this will, because I, I thought it would stretch the employees out even thinner. He yeah. said, no, they're going to each have time to focus on their sports instead of having to deal with all 16. I'm still, I want to see how it goes. You know, I'm still very kind of just wondering. Um, but, you know, everybody's trying to save money right now. And they weren't, I asked, they weren't planning on, uh, the other way to save money, obviously, is to cut programs, cut athletic fund, cut athletic programs. Yeah. And he said that they, were, they never planned on doing that. So, because in in absence of cutting programs, this is probably the best way for them to uh, cut, you know, save some money. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, Schroyer seems to be pretty passionate. I mean, if you go to any of those basketball games, he's on fire pretty much the whole game. So I would think that him being, like you said, the figurehead, the face of the athletic program as a whole, that would definitely be a good move. I, I thought that they might have just left Tanner in there um, for the time being until the COVID stuff got done. Do you think that they're going to – now, in in the article it said that he's Schroyer is the interim now. Do you think they're going to be looking later on down the road, or um, do you think he's in for the next probably year or two years? Oh, uh, so – I'm going to be, I'll, you know, I have no problem putting it out. Like, I, I'm going to have a more in-depth story uh, going in Saturday's paper okay. where I spoke, I actually got to speak with Schroyer and Burkell and ask them some questions that wasn't answered in the in the press release. But uh, to, ask, to answer that, though, this is, they're planning on this just being for this year, you know, just kind of a one-off because of COVID. And they're hoping, you know, they're still they're they're planning on starting a search, restarting the search for the uh, for a new AD in a few months. They're still trying to see what the budget is going to be like for the school. Um, Obviously, McNeese runs on a very, very tight budget. You know, I'm sure you guys know. (laughs) But uh, yeah, they're running a very tight budget. So they're, you know, you don't want to make that decision now. Like the the plan was before COVID was to have uh, athletic director in place by July 1st, because that's that's when the new uh, fiscal year starts for uh, for schools. But, you know, uh, things have changed. I thought kind of how I thought what you did. And I uh, figured that they would make Tanner the the, the guy. Um, I I'll say he, I think he still. Do you think he a, didn't want it, or do you think they just just wanted? Uh, it? no, actually, no. I think he I think he wants the job. Um, I just but the thing is, is he's also very young for yeah, for yeah. As, long, as far as AD ages, so he doesn't have um, he doesn't have all experience. the experience. I think. Right. No, go ahead. I was going to say the experience, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he doesn't have – that's really the, the biggest thing. Um, I still think he'll be a candidate for the job. Oh, yeah. But right now, if you can save money anywhere you can and then wait to see what your budget's like, maybe you can – you know, you can, he can all, you can always rehire him or, you know, technically he's not – fired but you can always put him back as the permanent ad um i even when i talked to schroyer he said you know this is not a permanent thing for me this is just something that i'm doing to kind of help the athletic department out um you know i i had some things i was wondering like is he 
how's he gonna do this? Because mm-hmm. yeah. you don't see this in you don't see this in high school very much, or sorry, you don't see this in college, college. very much, where a coach is is also the athletic director. It's not like high school where you know. It, you can, a lot of football coaches can do that or, you know, basketball, depending on where you are. Troyer said, you know, and even Dr. Burkell said it was something that they discussed. They feel confident that Troyer can, can do it. And once basketball season comes, he says it's going to be, you know, pretty much all straight focus on basketball. So, yeah. you know, like I said, I'm still skeptical, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Did they talk to you at all about what they're doing as far as precautions for the COVID stuff going into the current, like, the seasons? Obviously, football practice, I think, is about to start back, right? Are they in summer workouts yet? or what's Yeah, right on? now, they're one of the teams that they started. Uh, they got kids here, I want to say, July 1st. I don't think they started workouts that exact day. I think they – kind of got kids in testing, you know, just to kind of get get them back. It's all voluntary right now um, because none of the kids are taking – you're not forced to take classes. It used to be that if you had summer workouts, you had to be on campus taking classes. Uh, that's not the case right now. So, kid, you know, the kids that are here are probably local kids, you know, that can drive here and drive home. Uh, you, you know, we probably get home within twenty to thirty minutes. Yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, but, but as far as as far as the precautions they're taking, they uh, the reason why they did have voluntary workouts is because they want to be able. Right now, everything for them is going through their training room. So, in order to, to when they leave the field or when they go out to the field, they're going through the training room, and when they come back in, the same thing because they want to be able to kind of have everybody going in one, going in one way, going out the other. So, you know, just, it's just to be, uh, just to take precautions. Um, the, I would say workout, uh, workouts will probably start ramping up, uh, assuming everything goes to plan. Workouts should ramp up starting in July. Uh, the division one council, the NCAA division one council released a set of guidelines, basically saying, you know, you if you if your first game is this date, then you can you know start padded practices on this date. And uh, I want to say July twenty fourth is when they can start like walkthroughs, and I want to say July seventh or eighth is when they can start like getting kids in for more mandatory workouts. So I think it'll be about a six week training camp the first two weeks will be more like a mini camp where it's just you know no pads but you're going through different things basically kind of just getting yeah just trying to get kind of getting your body uh back used to it just because this is a this is not going to be like any other training camp that i've i've ever imagined because there's no way to you just miss three months of training there's no way for you to get three months of training back in what a month and a half there's no way for it to happen. So it's going to be a lot of just kind of getting your body back used to it. But uh, yeah, no, they're definitely going through the, you know, correct things and being, being precautious, which is, you know, it's tough because there's a lot of care, especially maybe not quite here in Louisiana, but I know, you know, we're not too far from Texas and Texas has been getting uh, an uptick in COVID. So you definitely want to be as uh, proactive and careful as possible. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Have you talked to uh Frank Walkers? That's the new Wilson. Wilson. Frank Frank, Frank Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, yeah, Frank Wilson. Uh have you talked to the new football coach about um their upcoming season recently? I know when he first got in there, I'm sure you talked to him then. Um have you talked to him at all recently and what he's planning for the season with this shortened period of training time? I spoke with him when we were still on lockdown. I think it was in May. Uh, and then I actually just asked, uh, I, I just, you know, asked if I could get an interview with him uh, yesterday because of the news that came out. And I'm going to have to wait till next week. You know, just one of those things when you, uh, when you're a reporter, sometimes they just make you, they make you wait. You, you don't know why sometimes, mm-hmm. but, um, I, but when I did speak with him, everything seemed good. He, you know, definitely, wanted to get back out and, you know, was excited. Um, as far as I know with, with football and this is, it's kind of, it's kind of risky, but you know, you gotta get this money. You gotta get the money, right? Yeah, Some, yeah. you know, it, 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 it sounds kind of cold, but you know, if, if there's money to be made there, you know, I mean, is going to try to do it. Um, as far as I know, the season Everything seems like it's going to go unless something drastic happens. Seems like everything's going to go. Um, you know, first game scheduled September 5th over at uh, ULL. Uh, you know, I haven't heard anything different. Seems like, you know, they're going to be getting ready to go into training camp and everything like that. So unless something I – w- I think something – unless there's a shutdown, mm-hmm. I don't think – that Benice is going to stop. Um, when I did speak to Tanner a few weeks ago, and he put it out in the news as well. This is not like, you know, this wasn't like just to yeah. me. Insider said, info or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, we're not, we will not close, we won't close the stadium off any more than the state will allow. So like if the state says 50% fans, then he will, then McNeese plans on allowing as close, you know, as many fans in as possible. They're not gonna, they don't, I hate to say that they're not gonna take precautions because I'm sure they will, but they're not going to say, all right, we won't allow, we'll only allow 10% of fans in if they allow 50. They're allowing 50 if 50 is the limit. So I would, yeah, I would expect it, I would expect as normal, it's not gonna be a normal season, but as close to normal as possible. you know, like I said, McNeese. This is not like um, this is not like an LSU case where you know there's some extra money probably hanging around somewhere. You know, they're they're yeah. definitely going to make sure that they uh, get the you know squeeze every last uh, cent out of whatever they can. Um, and we'll definitely be keeping up with. In, you know keeping up with that as as the scene progresses that's another thing too about this whole situation is it's there's so much unknown and there's so much um that we really it's like almost a week-to-week thing as the season approaches you know especially with the mlb right now and nba oh, yeah. have you been keeping up with the nba at all and what they're doing in orlando yeah man it's it's crazy I, i've been uh looking at that and i'm just like the thing that's tough about that one too, when it comes to the NBA, is just like, you know, it's in Florida, and Florida, it's Florida's like Texas right now, man. The, the cases are yeah, spiking, jumping. and really? it's like, do you really? 
somebody, I forget who said it, it's like you may have to build a literal bubble, like not just like a figurative one like they're talking about. You might have to build a literal bubble to keep to, to keep those guys there because you can be as precautious as you want, but all it takes is, you know, just, you know, LeBron James. Yeah. If, for, if he catches coronavirus, then – that whole thing is, you know, gone up in the air because right. that's the yeah. that's the guy. That's the NBA, um, the NBA basically. Yeah, so it, there's a lot, man, and you were mentioning changes so far. Even back at the college football level, um, Southern has already canceled their first two games. They're planning on canceling their first two games of the season because wow. – you know, they just – they don't really want to take the risk. I think they were supposed to play Tennessee State. Yeah, yeah, I saw, and, I saw that. And Florida A&M. Um, I, you know, I just don't know. that there's There is so much unexpected, you know, just the variables right now. You just have no idea. And I, you know, I put this out there on Twitter earlier, and I, I think this may end up – I don't know. I, don't, I have no inside source. This is just a pure opinion of mine that mm-hmm. – you know, really, if you look at McNeese's schedule this year, it's very, it's actually very COVID friendly as from a travel standpoint, because, and this happened before coronavirus, every game except for one, um, that's the Northern Colorado game. When they come here, every other game, the opponent is within three hours of, of driving. Um, there's no you know, long bus rides like Abilene and Central Arkansas or Incarnate Word, they're all, they're not, you know, they're either at home or they're not on the schedule. So I see at this point, it would make sense if you got out of that game with Northern Colorado right now, because you're asking a team, you're asking Northern Colorado to gather up how many players, coaches, administration, everything, and fans possibly to get on a plane Come all the way down here to Louisiana, um, you know, for what? When you get – if you get out of that – if you get out of that game right now, there's Southern that's probably right there. There might be some other teams that cancel, and then that allows Northern Colorado to reschedule the game as well. I think it should happen. I don't know if it will. I haven't asked about that yet. That just kind of popped into my head today. But, um, yeah, man, there's so much going on, like, you know – we could probably do this again tomorrow and there'll be a whole bunch of yeah, other yeah. news coming New out. New stuff. It's, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, it's a big thing with the MLB. It's like every single day, really weekday when the press is out there talking to them, it's something completely different going on there. Um, have you yeah. looked into that at all? Do you know what's going on? Because like, it seems like <laughs> Rob Manford just keeps pushing it, kicking the can down the road, but the players seem like they want to play, you know? Yeah, that one, man. That one is probably the weirdest one to me because the b- baseball had the simplest. All you had to do was, if you agree on baseball, man, the easiest thing it would have been as American as apple pies. You right, start yeah. baseball See, on July fourth. Exactly. So that's July the only thing. thing. It's the only sport going on right now. Everybody exactly. would be watching it. And I was saying in the last podcast, nobody watches baseball in June and July, but right now. Everyone would be watching it. Yeah, it's people would be sport. people would people would be absolutely just like clawing for it. So for you to have this opportunity, and now you're about to get bumped probably by basketball, probably by hockey, and 
you know what you know you know once football starts that you know that's that's it so yeah, yeah man i was really you're right the thing about baseball is is every time you look it's like totally it's something totally different like i have no idea you know one day it's like all right well the the players say that we want 70 games and we want this much money and the owners are like well we we want to give you a third of that and we want to play less games um, it just seemed like I, I personally think like, I, I, I've, I've been reading up on it. My thing is, is if you as, if you as the owners, if you signed a contract with the players, then you have to honor, if you yeah, said yeah, that we exactly. will, if you said that we will play these, we will pay you the prorated amount, then you can't come back and say, well, we meant if, you know, there has to be fans in the stands and everything. It's like, well, you know, there's not going to be fans in the stands right now. Like, you know, that's yeah. not a, a realistic option. And you're just, to me, you're making yourself look bad. Like, it's, look, look you got, you're talking about millionaires and, you know, a lot of players are making six figures, but you got basically millionaires versus billionaires. Like, yeah. I can't yeah. feel sorry for billionaires right now. You know, complaining mm-hmm. about taking, uh, you know, losing a little bit of money. Like you're not, you're not really struggling, and and the baseball players aren't either. But in this case, I'm gonna side with the with the with the players because look, you only have a short, as with every sport, you exactly. only have a yeah. short amount, a limited amount of time to make as much money as you can, right? Because you could be here today and you could have Tommy John tomorrow and, and yeah. you lose a year. Um, or, you know, you could just have something happen and your career is done and you don't, you know, you, so you need to make as much money as possible. If you own a team, you're going to own that team. There's no, you could get Tommy John on your, on your arm and you're still going to own the team. You're still going to be making money. Like the, 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 my, the Marlins, sold for a ton of money and they're terrible and they get no fans. So like, it's, you know, these, these owners that are crying, like, you know, woe is me. It's like, I don't get it. Um, if they don't play baseball, I personally am putting the blame on the owners. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, but yeah, man, they messed it up. They had the chance and they just kind of, it's yeah, kind of, yeah. yeah, it's like they just blew an opportunity basically to be the only sport to play right now yeah. and all that. Yeah. Speaking of Miami, we can move a little bit away from COVID now. Miami, you were born in Miami, right? Is that what it was? Born yeah. in Miami. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So Miami Dolphin fan, how do you think two is gonna do? Oh man, you know <laughs> I, real questions I say, now. <laughs> I will say I was a little skeptical uh on for the on the Dolphins drafting him. Um just because that like that injury he got. It was just so bad, man. It was so bad. Yeah, but um, yeah, but you know, I personally, I think, you know, give him this year to redshirt. Um, there's no point. In, you know, look, the Dol- the Dolphins this year. You know, maybe seven and nine. It's like Ryan Fitzpatrick is good for a few wins a year. Yeah, and uh, you know, other and not much else. Right. But yeah, let you know, maybe let Tua take a start a game or two at the end of the season or something, but it doesn't make sense to me to run him out there early because he's just let, let him, let him season. Fitzpatrick is not the greatest quarterback on the field, but he seems like a pretty good leader. Seems yeah, like somebody 
good to learn under. Um, you know, this year I'm not too excited just because it's like I just I'm not I don't have high ex- next year. You know, assuming they can you know get some more weapons in on offense and get you know some offensive linemen that can uh, help keep Tua upright. I'm definitely I'm definitely going to be excited about that. Um, you know, it's been a long time since I've had like real legitimate Hopes. excitement. About <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's ever- been a while, man. They they they've broken my heart, but uh, <laughs> now nah, I'm excited about them. I think they're gonna. I think this year, like I said, I'll kind of give them a little bit of a pass, and then next year, man, it's gonna be something special to see. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's it's like um, ever since Don Shula and Dan Marino left, the Dolphins have just been nothing, absolutely nothing. <laughs> oh, and Fitz Magic got there. I mean, he 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 put on a show for some of those games. I I enjoy watching no, him he, for sure. He did I mean? He, Honestly, he uh they beat they beat the Patriots last oh, week yeah, of the yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, yeah nobody, they always beat nobody, the Patriots. Somehow. Think, yeah, it always beat them at the end. <laughs> yeah, man, like the the Dolphins always have something, man. Whenever the Patriots go down to Miami, it's always a it's always a, it's always a tough one. Even even when the Patriots were like at the top of their powers, like whenever they go down to Miami, it's just you know it's just tough on them. You know, uh, I actually funny funny bringing this up. Um, I, I moved here to Lake Charles in October of 2018, and uh, I I watched. You guys may not have seen the game live, but you probably remember the play um, where the Dolphins. The Dolphins. It was in like November, maybe or late October, or it might even been December. I can't remember. It was, it was sometime in the 2018 season when the Dolphins beat the Patriots. I was at the Buffalo Wild Wings down there near the casinos. And uh, they ran that, you know, they ran the lateral play. And I just, I, when they scored, I literally like ran up and down the little, like there's the little space where some, like there's no tables. And I just ran screaming. Like everybody's like looking at me. I I look like a crazy person. But uh, it was just such a crazy ending. It, I, I definitely, it, it, my reaction was fitting for the play. Right. Oh, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Especially being from there. From there. Absolutely. Yep. Um, last question for me. Matt might have some questions, but um, the thing that has perplexed me this entire offseason is Cam Newton not having. Uh, you know, any it, it seemed like he might have was going to the Patriots. Maybe he was going to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Like to me. There's tons of teams that could use a good quarterback, at least a backup, which that's another thing. That's another dynamic. I think he wouldn't want to be in the backup position, and that might be why he hasn't gotten signed to a team yet. What do you think is going on with with Cam Newton right now? And why don't you think that? Why do you think that teams aren't wanting to sign him right now? Man, that's that is a great question. I will say, I could have the, the easy answer during during the lockdown was him you know he had he's had some injuries and because like he had the foot injury that knocked him out uh for most of last year and because of that he just couldn't get to go places to take their physicals and obviously if you can't take a physical it's going to be tough because you don't want to take you don't want to sign with a team and then go and take a physical and then oh you know we don't want you because you know, you're out. You, you're. We just don't like how your physical came out. Yeah. But ever since the, ever since the, um, ever since the facilities have come back open, I don't know, man. I really don't know. I, yeah. 
maybe it is because he does he wants to be a starter. He said he just wants to, you know, I I believe he just wants a job. There's a couple places where I'm like, yo, you can go in and at the very least compete. Like right. a place right. like a Jacksonville. Exactly. Yeah, Jacksonville, I think sure. I think they might be tanking for Trevor Lawrence, possibly, because I don't think Gardner Minshew's gonna he may win you a couple games, but I don't think he's gonna, you know, give you a great season. You know what I mean? That's the thing. And, no, no, exactly. And then I was thinking, I this one would be really funny. I I, I honestly thought that a place like uh, New England, like Belichick, wouldn't care. Belichick doesn't care what the outside world thinks. So you know, right. I figured he'd sign him and just kind of roll with it. But now, nah, man, honestly, I wish I don't even have an answer, man. Yeah. He should be on it. You can't tell exactly. me there's. Yeah. You can't tell me there's, you know, even if there's 32 starting quarterbacks and then another 32 backup, you can't tell me he's one of not one of the top 64 quarterbacks. Exactly. Like that's, that's exactly. insanity. Yeah. The icing on the cake was when, like, Nick Foles got signed to the Bears and then when Joe Flacco went to the, the Jets. Jets. I was that, like, that you're was signing shocking. Joe Flacco instead of – you have Cam Newton right here. It just And then Ron Rivera, his old coaches at the Redskins now, that would be a great fit for him probably. Yeah, to, he took Kyle Allen. Instead. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. there's just lots yeah, of options. Of, yeah, man. Like, honestly, I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. There is no legitimate reason outside of teams just, like, maybe being scared of his injuries. But, like, I don't know. I mean, I've seen video. Every It's tough because I've seen his videos on social media and he's working out and everything. Everybody, but everybody can look good when they're doing their – you know, by themselves. They get their, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. They get the videos edited and they look, they look good and everything. But mm-hmm. other than that, I can't, I, I, for the life of me, I can't figure out why he doesn't have a job somewhere. Like it, he really should be on an NFL roster right now. Um, I, I think the way it goes is if there's, you know, if there's a normal training camp or even like something close to it towards the end, I, I will say there's going to be a – there's always those injuries. Somebody's going to get knocked out, you know, unfortunately. Somebody's going to get injured, you know, severely. And by then, I'll say watch for him to get signed. Yeah. You, you know, it may not happen right away. But uh, you also – the other thing to, to quickly say, the other thing to mention is because of this, you know – the salary cap right now is in a little bit of weird state because of COVID. I mean, yeah. there's still Jadavian Clowney. He's still out there. That's a weird one. You know, he yeah. should be signed. So, you know, yeah. it's, it's, there's a lot of things. There's a few players that are still out there um, that I think will eventually get signed. It's just, I don't know. I can't, I wish I could explain that one. That, <laughs> that, that's the one you got me stumped on. Yeah. 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 Um, also, Jamal Adams, did you see that he's requesting a trade, trade. from the Jets? That came out today. Uh, I didn't know if you saw that. or I did see it. Um, I, that's a weird one, man. I mean, like, he's uh, he's good. But the thing, part of him is, is, like, there's some cases where I see his I see his social media posts almost as much as I see his on-field play. Yeah, like, he's a He's a – you know, he's a great safety. Like, I'm not going to take that away. But there's just times where it's like, hey, man, just – I'm not – I don't want to say just play ball because 
I don't want to be that guy. I really don't. But it's like there's times where it's like his his Twitter is getting more attention than his play on the field, which shouldn't be the case because he's a really good player. Um, I, I, the thing, the problem with it is you can request a trade all you want. If the Jets say like, I don't want to, we're not going to trade. What do you, what does he do? Yeah, exactly. Because everybody knows it now that that locker room is going to know that he, he didn't want to be on that team. That's, that's an awkward position for sure. Exactly. And the thing about that is by this news coming out, it also lowers his trade value because now it's like, you know, if you're a team, uh, and you decide and you may decide, like, I want to I want to go after uh, trading for him. Well, you know, like, all right, well, I don't have to give away as much as I probably would have before because I know he wants to leave. Like, yeah, I don't, yeah. you know, it's like I know the team might be a little more desperate to get rid of him. You can't, the Jets can't sit here and hold out for, you know, maybe an extra second or third round pick. He's like, no, take what we give you because – he wants to get out of there. I know you guys are probably sick of dealing with him. So yeah, there's um there's a lot. But like you said, now people know that there's something wrong with the the, the chemistry in the locker room, man. Uh, that's gonna be a rough one to see how that uh, how that plays out. Yeah, um, I got his jersey for Christmas last year, and now I'm kind of regretting it. <laughs> yeah, Jets that's the that's the curse, man. There's yeah. it's that. It's always like I only it's only a couple players I have jerseys of and like I have a lot of soccer jerseys, but all of the soccer jerseys have like there's only one soccer player that I have the name on the back and that's Messi from Barcelona. He's been there forever, you know, but like a a lot of times, man, you decide I'm going to get this jersey. Yeah, Ronaldo. That was a huge trade, wasn't it? He he went from was he playing for Barcelona and then he switched to the. Was no, no, no! You're thinking of Neymar. You're thinking of Neymar. Yeah, Neymar, Neymar. Paris, Paris Saint Germain. Messi, he's been there forever. That's why I felt good about getting it. But yeah, Neymar. Yeah, he went to PSG. But um, yeah, most of the time, man, you get a jersey and it's just ah, oh, man. You know, guaranteed something's gonna happen. Like yeah. guaranteed, it is. They're they're gonna find a way to leave. So yeah. it's like. I just I I don't get a whole lot of jerseys anymore. I'll just get like I'll get <laughs> yeah. like a hoodie yeah. or uh, something like that. You know, oh, yeah. something hoodie, that I know will, will last. Yeah, yeah. Alrighty, that's it for me. Do you have any questions, Matt? David, you went to Miami, right? University of Miami. Man, I wish. Now I um I'm a, I'm a huge I'm a UM fan. Um, now yeah, yeah. I went to school up in Jacksonville, J- oh, okay. Jacksonville University. Huge so, UM fan, though. I will say that. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, how do you think Derek King, the transfer from Houston, is going to do this year for Miami? Man, I that this is what hurts me uh, about the whole COVID thing, man. He, I was so excited when Miami got him. Um, I really think he's he has the potential to do well because if combining him and then um, they got Rhett Lashley, the yeah, offensive Rhett Lashley coordinator, from SMU. Yeah. What yeah, he was at he was at on. SMU. They put up great numbers last year, um, and then Miami has the talent, like you know, as far as skill guys go. Um, I'm really excited. I don't, you know, that's. I was like, man, I hope this. I I hope this season goes on because I I don't want to go as far as to say it could be like a LSU, you know, where it's like you know they have like a magical undefeated <laughs> season. Cool, but I really yeah. do. Think yeah. Yeah, I really do think that that they could they could do something 
really, really good because you're talking De'Ara King is probably just on paper the best quarterback Miami's had. Probably, man, at least I'll say the potential to be the best quarterback Miami's had since since Ken Dorsey. Yeah, Ken, I was, I was just going to say that. Yeah, Ken Dorsey. Yeah, um, you know, he's – the thing that he brings that Miami is needed is, uh, is leadership mm-hmm. because the quarterbacks have been immature. Oh, you yeah, know, and quarterbacks yeah. have been suspended for different things like, you know, just being late to practice and, you know, some different off-field things. De'Ara King, he's coming in as a fifth year, you know, he's coming in as a grad transfer. So he, you know, he's about his business. He knows like, this is what we need to do. I, you know, I need to have a good season if I'm going to have a chance to go to the NFL. Um, You know, Manny Diaz needs to have a good season if he wants to really save his job as head coach of the University of Miami. So there's a, there's a quiet desperation there, but um, nah, man, I'm I'm excited. I think King is going to do, really well um i you know i don't i usually get myself too excited during the yeah. off season it happens too, it happens too much uh, so i'm kind of like college kinda, football fan anytime the recruiting classes come in you know it it always happens every time mm-hmm. yeah so so i'm just like all right you know i, I i'm telling myself you know just kind of keep it cool and then well, the season but you know what, what once the season gets here once this, once we're within like you know, a few weeks of the season, I'll be kind of, I'll be all crazy, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. No, I, I think Miami will hope, you know, I think they'll do, they'll definitely do better than last year. They were terrible last year, but um, yeah, yeah. Nah, for man, sure. I'm excited about it. All right, David, thank you for joining us. Where can we find you on social media? Your Twitter, what's your Twitter at? My Twitter at is dberry sports. Pretty simple. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, follow, follow me there um, if you want to catch the. All the McNeese stuff, man. Yeah. It's uh, this is kind of it's rough. This is the rough time of year because it's the summer, and then imagine you know we have this is the like real summer, and then we basically just had two months of summer with <laughs> yeah, right, sports. Yeah, yeah. It's just so speculation. It's, yeah, it just kind of it's been it's been rough. Been doing a bunch of all decade teams and getting shot <laughs> yeah. at that because. Of that. But uh, yeah, follow Dberry Sports. I'm there. Uh, that's my YouTube channel. I haven't put much lately on there, but you know, I haven't had any press conferences to go to. So, uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. follow me there. Uh, go if you're in Southwest Louisiana, buy the paper. Or yeah, if you're I was online, about to say, yeah, buy yeah. the paper buy for paper. sure. American Press. Um, then American Press Sports, I think, is the Twitter at American Press Sports, I believe. And then, yeah, I mean, if you just go to AmericanPressSports.com, you can find all their um, stuff there, too. Definitely subscribe to the paper. We work there as well, so and, and <laughs> keep we're, us all we're in business. Interns. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, we're just the interns. Yeah, yeah man, you guys, you know, do you, I know you guys miss uh, – I know you guys missed getting, getting streamed at by – <laughs> I don't. No. I don't miss that. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It it is weird. It, it's we were looking forward, you know, to the baseball season and stuff, and then it just kind of like dropped off out of nowhere. You know, Warren, our supervisor, our our fearless leader, just told us to stop coming. You know, we didn't need to come in anymore. So, um, yeah, man, it's weird. weird it's, it's weird. Not it's weird uh, going in at night and there's nobody there, man. It's it's, it's definitely oh, yeah, something. Yeah strange but hopefully you know hopefully with uh 
hopefully ba- uh, football comes back and you, we need you guys there. You know, we definitely oh, yeah, coming back. That'll, coming that'll back. be the biggest sign that we're back to normal. Right. Exactly. For sure. For sure. Hell yeah. All righty, David. Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Thanks for having Thank me, you, David. man. Don't, 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 make, don't make it so long next time. <laughs> hey, we got it. We got it. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> and that's our show. Thank you all for listening. Once again, shout out David for coming on. Um, I'm sure we'll have him back sometime during the season just to keep us up to date on McNeese and what's going on over there. Um, give him a follow and American Press Sports too a follow um, just to keep up to date with anything going on with McNeese or any local sports stuff for sure. I'll leave the links to their both of their pages in the description. Um, also, before I forget, it's Thursday night right now while I'm recording this. Breaking news, Coach Doug's got him one. Winning the national championship. Number one, Tennessee over number two, Miami. What a barn burner. Shout out to Big Cat. I know you're listening to this. Hashtag feels like 98. Thank you all for listening. We surely hope you enjoyed, and we will see you guys next time. Yeah, 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 uh, Miami, uh, uh, South Beach, bringing the heat, uh, <laughs> can y'all feel that, can y'all feel that, jig it out, uh. Here I am in the place where I come let go In Miami, the base and the sunset low Every day like a Mardi Gras Everybody party all day, no work, all play, okay? So we sip a little something, leave the rest to spill Me and Charlie at the bar, running up a high bill Nothing less than ill, when we dress to kill Every time the ladies pass, they be like Can y'all feel me? All ages and races, real sweet faces Every different nation, Spanish, Haitian, Indian, Jamaican Black, white, Cuban, or Asian I only came for two days of playing, but every time I come, I always wind up staying. This the type of town I can spend a few days in. Miami, the city that keeps the roof blazing. Party in the city where the heat is on, all night on the beach till the break of dawn. Welcome to my home, Benvenido Miami. Bouncing in the club where the heat is on, all night on the beach till the break of dawn. I'm going to Miami. Rainstorms ain't nothing to mess with, but I can't feel a drip on the strip. It's a trip. Ladies have dressed, fully equipped, and they be screaming out. So I'm thinking I'ma scoop me something hot in this South Summer Rain game. Now it's hot, hottest club in the city, and it's right.